Hello and welcome to the Unmasked Podcast. This is at C. Talene and we have a special guest tonight. I'm here with Akira and um, Southern Cynic is not here tonight, but we got a replacement. And our replacement is the focus of our weekly segment entitled Wholesome and Shameless. So we have Grant Chain with us tonight. Hey, Grant. Hey, everybody. What's up? Thanks for having me. Oh, we're so happy that you agreed to hang out with us because we have been tweeting at you for weeks and enjoying you greatly. <laughs> you have? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like every other day, I, I, I'm like, oh, I wonder what Grant's doing. Let me go bother him today. I don't feel like working. Let me bother Grant. Who wants to work? Uh, I can just say I've been, um, what is it, following... Um, yeah, New York all the time. So I look at the weather. I'm so jealous that you guys are having snow right now. I'm like, why am I not there in the snow? What's your weather like? Oh, I'm in Miami and Miami <laughs> is so called cold front where it's so funny to me because I lived in New York for a few years. So Oh, really? Me, what part? Um, I lived in um, Washington, uh, Heights? Washington Heights. Okay. Yeah, Washington Heights. And then... Um, and then like maybe two months over in Bay Ridge and Brooklyn. And then after that, I was just, okay, I got to get back into Manhattan, getting that winter experience. And then I come back um, to Miami and basically anything 70 and below, they lose their minds. They don't know how to dress for it. So what? It's like 20. Yes. <laughs> well, well, anybody who knows me actually knows that I really um, enjoy the cold. Mm-hmm. So right now it's about like maybe... 32 degrees or something like that and it's like it's fine I wish it was cold there yeah, yeah. I, I share weather with you because I'm in Pennsylvania yeah we had the snow and it, it was brisk today I wouldn't say it was cold it was brisk you know that's what I'm saying it's just like well, well I used to- I lived in Minnesota for several years so nothing is is as cold as that if you want right. cold go to Minnesota oh. all right then maybe I will oh let me know. I'll be there. I'll be there. When? Are you inviting me? Yeah, I'm going next Friday. And then I spend about a month there every um, summer. So, yeah. Oh, cool. With family? Yes. Yes. So you can come hang. And do they listen to this podcast that you produce? Um, this, uh, <laughs> I... Shameless segment? No. No? Why not? You know why not. <laughs> They're like a, dark, like a darker side of you. She's trying to have them talk about her in church. <laughs> uh, yes, I am from the South, so no, I don't want them to talk about me in church. But are you a native New Yorker, Grant? I am a native New Yorker, born and raised. Born and raised, that's awesome. So I am planning a trip to New York this summer with some girlfriends. What are some must-dos or must-goes in New York? Have you never been? Okay, my husband goes quite a bit, and I am standoffish about it. Hmm, why? I don't like crowds, and I don't like to be bumped into. <laughs> You are going Girl. to the wrong city. Akira can tell you. For real. Girl, if you do not move out of the way, they will run uh, you. So it's like, you better be ready to swerve in and out of people. Yeah. I know. I know. I, I walk slow because I'm from the South, too. So. 
it's fine if you walk slow, but there are crowds. There's, you know, a few people here. I know. I figure I'll be with my girlfriend, so I'll be part of a crowd. Will you so, be drunk? Yes. Okay, well, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I plan on being tipsy, <laughs> like consistently, on a consistent basis. Well, what is this picture behind you? Uh, this one? Uh-huh. It is uh, one of my favorite movies. It is My Own Private Idaho by a director by the name of Gus Van Sant. Yes. Uh, and yeah. is that River Phoenix? River Phoenix and Keanu Reeves, yeah. Oh. I, I like independent films. I like when they're like um, odd and strange. Mm -hmm. uh, I find them fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of fascinating, I know Akira wanted to ask you some questions about how you got into the business. Oh, okay. Go for it. Just basically, how did you get um, How did you get started? Um, we know that you have an arts background. As Cecilene has said, I do. I'm the one that stalks your Instagram. Although I she hate does. Oh, it's stalking. you. It's her. <laughs> it's her. <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah. So we all have our roles to play. Yes, no, also, I, mean, I gotta say it's stalking, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's not stalking. It's just... if it's in my scroll, my newsfeed, then okay. <laughs> it's but only I... stalking if you're not wearing a lot of clothes. Then, it's... yeah, there you go. But perusing through your Instagram, um, definitely seeing that very all the well rounded arts background, um, dance background, not just acting. So how did you get involved in the arts? I went to NYU um, and I wasn't even thinking about becoming a performer in any way or shape. But um, I guess because we all have to, we're all taught this route of after high school, we got to get a degree in uh, some university or college. And so I was just at NYU studying, um, you know, trying to figure out what to study and I, uh, a friend of mine said hey let's take an acting class and I was apprehensive but I was like let's do it and I did and it was yeah, the most terrifying thing but uh, and this at the same time the most challenging thing I've ever felt uh, uh, in my life so I was like wow I'm nervous I'm excited I want this feeling never to end, and that's how it all started, really. And had you been dancing before then? Like, how long have you been dancing? Oh, no. Um, I started dancing, like, like maybe, like, three, four years after college. Really? Uh, yeah. It's never too late to learn. And that was me as well, wanting to, to learn more how to dance. So tell them, tell the listeners, what type of dance do you specialize in? I know you teach. Um, I teach in um, a studio called uh, Perry Dance Compizio, and I teach um, jazz, basically. Um, jazz back in the day, kind of like Paula Abdul. Because oh. uh, everybody immediately thinks the music jazz, and that's mm -hmm. not what it is, if you don't know. But like that, it, that's, and then it, you know, it has different, uh, it, it branches out into different forms and stuff like that. It's pretty broad now. So. Yeah, um, back from my childhood days, also have a dance background as well. So um, I've definitely seen um, the jazz form branch out into so many different um, areas now. Um, yeah. What yes, kind of dance did you study, Akira? 
a good majority. I was part of a magnet program. So we had um, ballet, jazz, and um, modern. But probably my favorite was modern. I just liked that you could just, it allowed you to be more expressive with your body. Right. Um, that's just one thing that I enjoyed out of it. And okay. then um, I would have continued with it in high school, but Oh, I also did hip hop too. I forget about hip hop. I can hear it. I can hear it in your voice. I can't really see you. So <laughs> <laughs> I said, that girl, man, she's a hip hopper. She's a oh, hip hopper. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm, I'm jealous of both of you because <laughs> it's I, never too late. You it's never too late. It's never too late. I just did some ballet classes um, this summer. Mm -hmm. And I've done belly dancing, so Middle Eastern dance a little bit. But yeah, when I have yeah. some more time, when I have some yeah. more time, I like to yeah. get back out there. Yeah, and it was um, just Does really twerking count? <laughs> oh, think, like, yeah, we'll count it. Yeah. <laughs> well, You're going to have to stand up and twerk for me to judge that, y'all. <laughs> you will be uh, that gay girl. I'm, if, if, um, You're not in church right now. I'm not at <laughs> I'm not at church. If if the song Pony by Genuine were to come on, I would not be held accountable for my actions. <laughs> it's like instantly twerkable. Mm -hmm. So put on Pony <laughs> and stuff will happen. Grinding will occur. Um, um, Akira, uh, that's your cue. My cue to start Find looking at that song yeah. on my phone. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, you Man, both are terrible people. <laughs> oh, I know you're not talking. What? I'm innocent. Yeah. Um, I'm the innocent one of the <laughs> Grant, I definitely agree with you um, with drama. It is so terrifying when you're first starting out, but right. when you get it, it's just, there's no other feeling like it. You just, like you said, you want that feeling to just continue. Yeah, you know, people always ask that question, why do you want to act? And, um, you know, I, they're, they're, everybody has a different reason. And I, I try to explain to people that when you're performing, um, there is this really wonderful feeling when you can really connect to your character and, and give a great performance and stuff like that. But it's really, at the end of the day, it's about you connecting with uh, people uh, your audience and having them feel right feel mm -hmm. something whether mm -hmm. it's about you know sadness or happiness or anger or frustration it's like it's a it's a reminder for everybody that we're we're alive you know mm -hmm. and that's where the connection happens for me and stuff does that make sense it am i talking weird no, definitely. No, i didn't have a lot of sleep in the last two days but you know. i know you were up <laughs> late last night you were on the Verge after show. What time did you get to bed, sir? I I got to bed at like um, three thirty. I think that's not too bad. I think I was up that late as well. Yeah, I mean that's not that's like nothing. What are you but, talking? But I have to get up at like five forty. What time did you get up? I had to get up at eight, so four hours to sleep. But the night before I didn't sleep. I slept for two hours because I, I, I did a print job uh, yesterday. And um, mm. so yesterday was uh, like a 6.30 a.m. call time. And then it went all the way to 6.30. And I was in New Jersey. And I was like, I got to get back to the city. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, 
you know, and then I came back and I, you know, I had to shower and like put on clothes and like <laughs> <laughs> those damn clothes. I know. And then, you know, and then I had to, you know, I went over to uh, BD's uh, place because we watched we watched the episodes together. But uh, yes, like yesterday, we can watch the whole episode, obviously, because mm-hmm. we had to be at the verge. Um, so um, it was a really long day. And then today was a long day. But I was looking forward to this conversation. Oh, well, that is so nice. Because I was um, tweeting with you or DMing with you that I was super excited about the finale, and then talking with you today, and then it's also the premiere of The Last Jedi, so hold on a second, let me, hold on, hold on, hold on, Takira, see, you're missing, she's gonna put it, I knew it, I have, I have on my cape, I have my lightsaber, I love that, that's awesome, yes, I'm super excited, I'm super excited, so you, so you and BD Wong are, were you, you were friends before Mr. Robot, we were friends before Mr. Robot, and uh, in season two, I auditioned. They don't tell you. Uh, they're pretty secretive of uh, the projects. When you go in for an audition, they won't really tell you at first um, what you're going in for. So I just went in, and I had one line to produce. Uh, Do you uh, remember that line? Uh, it was in Chinese, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can say it again, but um, it was pr- it was the scene where Grant and White Rose are in his uh, in her uh, bedroom, where she just has finished uh, speaking to Price on the phone, mm-hmm. uh, and then I come walk in my introduction basically into the show, um, and I thought it was just that one scene. Honestly, I didn't think it would, you know, build to what we have today but that's pretty special and what a build it was for your character because in season two we got to see glimpses of grant like um we were embarrassed to say on the podcast the first time we were talking about you for season three we're like does that guy even have a name and we were just (laughs) calling you white rose's assistant (laughs) well that's it that's everybody and somebody on on reddit still just made up a name for me he was like Kang Wang. I was like, Kang Wang. <laughs> I was like, that's a little racist. Buddy. It is. What's up with that, right? It and is. Like, and it was, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So well, we nice. we got to see this um, evolution of your character and got to see more and more of you. And I think the first tweet I tweeted to you was, "You need to be quiet, or you're gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yes. And so last night I said, I told you so. I know. Are you happy about it? No, that? I'm not. I'm, we were wrecked. No, because we wanted more of you. I know I wanted you to be a series regular for season four. I had like all this canon going on. Southern Cynic wants a spinoff show with just White <laughs> Rose and Grant. She yeah. thinks that um, White Rose is a Sith. So, <laughs> was it Southern Cynic was the one who sent that uh, message in the DM about congrats on season four? Yeah. 
yeah. then I was like, um, I don't know how yeah. to respond to this. Usually I'm quite witty. <laughs> no, 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 but um, and watching the season finale, when it got to that scene, I, was, I mean, you could see it as the scene was developing, you knew it was coming. And after that, uh, even before the scene was over, I was just, now that's why he was so quiet. <laughs> and I was kind of like, uh, we're, like, we're just congratulating on season four. And it's kind of like, um, thanks. <laughs> oh. Uh, but you never know. You never know. You Mike. do. That's yeah. right. You do never know. Even characters that have left the show so far, um, Gideon. So maybe through flashbacks, they find ways to oh. bring characters back. So that is true. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think that this. I don't think we've seen the last of Grant on Mr. Robot. Oh, oh. I'm saying it now. I don't think we have. I, you know, I wish I could answer that question, but we're I'm not sure. asking you that question because we know you can't tell us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. But but one thing also with the show is that, um, like you were saying, um, and most shows for certain characters, um, it could be just that one scene. But one thing that I love about Mr. Robot is how every single character serves a purpose. Every character becomes so multifaceted, so layered, and you. And it's always interesting with the with a lot of the characters. It's just from that one first initial meeting that you're just, oh, I gotta know more about this character. Mm -hmm. That is true. Uh, this I for some reason I, I knew you were gonna mention this, and I was thinking about this on my way home. I'm thinking, like, you know, the, Sam is really like uh, off the wall, brilliant and stuff. I mean, like, who can have a, a really crazy scene like when white rose and grant are are having their um where argument or white rose is losing her shit you know what i mean and have some girl in the background just like casually <laughs> playing glass like you know if you saw that in any other show you you would be like what the hell is that you know yeah it would not be believable but here and yet we're so and now we're like fascinated right yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like every crazy thing that the show does is fascinating and you're trying to read into it. I know we had a conversation about that woman and we're like, how are they having this conversation in front of her? Does she have an earplugs? And I think Southern Cynic said, I think Grant is just going to take her to the garage. At, you know, it's just <laughs> like a one-time show. Um, so can we talk about Grant Rose? Sure, let's talk about Grant Rose. Let's talk about Grant Rose. So, um, is that Southern Cynic? Did she come in? She did. <gasps> I'm usually the stealth one entering conversation. What? <laughs> She's are learned you, from me. Are you gonna say hello? Is oh. she in? She is here. No, she's I still see her here. She's here. She's here. She's here. Oh, she, she's probably just listening. So um, Southern Cynic, you just talk about her and she comes up. She was so excited about Grant Rose happening, like ecstatic. And then when we were looking back at your tweets to us, we were like, he's been telegraphing Grant Rose this whole, this whole time because you had warned us on many occasions that White Rose was jealous and did not like to share. And we were not understanding. <laughs> 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 uh, yes, that's true. I was warning you, and and this is the end result. This is why Grant is no longer with us. Well, you know, when I think about that scene and Akira, you can tell me if you agree. I it felt like 
from that moment that she asked Grant or she said, if you could do whatever you wanted to do, what would you do? It felt like from that point on, it was just a test mm. and you failed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't look at it that way, but um, uh, we had really, that scene we shot really late at night. I'll tell you, we shot three scenes that day, um, mm -hmm. and it was uh, it was a pretty late night, um, and we were we were effing tired, yo. Uh, and um, um, but BD really wanted to understand the scene, and he, uh, he we would have a conversation with Sam about exactly is is White Rose testing Grant at this moment, right? And the answer was yes. Um, for me, I didn't need this information like mm -hmm. uh, for my character, right? Because I wouldn't know it anyway. That's I would true. just play, play the scene as is, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, um, and a lot of people have said, wow, you play such an evil, sinister character. And I was like, I don't think he's evil. I think he's just doing this out of love. I didn't think you were yeah. evil either. I've noticed this come up a lot, and I I think even BD touched on this last night during The Verge, where in any other show, it's so easy to just point to this character and say that you're the good guy or this character mm -hmm. is the bad guy. But again, that's I think that that's what makes this show so nuanced is, again, that these characters are, there's so many layers. And I think it just really gets down to the heart of the heart of these characters just as you know everyday human beings which which at the end of the day everybody is capable of both good and bad right. but it's also again um with uh, characters with all with characters like white rose um you know her motivation for everything she is believing that these the cer certain actions must be taken for a cause that she believes in so much um, right you know, some people can be quick to point the finger at certain characters, even a Mr. Robot, and say, well, this guy's a this, or this character's that, and it's just, well, hold on now. Again, <laughs> let's look, you know, let's take a second and, you know, reframe what's going on here. You know, just try to see it from their perspective. Um, and definitely with the show, I mean, uh, going through Reddit, that rabbit hole that everyone likes to go down. Stop they're all going to Reddit. Why? <laughs> It's it's good and bad, and I I admit I I go to Reddit sometimes too, and I I love reading the comments and and all the good and bad comments because I always yeah. find it fascinating, and, you know. Yeah, and yeah, but I just think that that's one of the things that that I love about this show, especially with the writing with the characters. That say for Tyro, for example, I've had moments where he he overall his character fascinates me, where I was just when we have that um, intro scene with him in se uh, episode three of season one and he's slapping himself and preparing for this, I was just, okay. Um, but at the same time, you um, analyze this character, you understand his motivation for doing that. And then um, there are moments in the season, later on in season one, where I was just, okay, I can't stand you right now. I want you, I want you brought down to your knees. And then here we are um, towards the end of season that's, three. You know, really, that's a line Southern cynic would say. She yes. would. Yes. She would say she's that. She's like, she's, she's on. She's not talking, so I have to say She's not talking. Her. She just wants to, like, listen in, you know. <laughs> I, wore, <laughs> I want to say something to you, Southern Cynic. I wore brand new shoes on The Verge, and they were nice and shiny for you. 
but you don't want to <laughs> say nothing right now. That's fine. I got it. I got you. Yeah. Right. Well, but, <laughs> but let's see what the finale. Well, we were live tweeting it, and um, I remember uh, the scene where um, you're just rolling up in the car, and I. Oh my God! Yes. I tweeted to America gift where they're um, just throwing out the rose petals for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think my tweet was. Uh, I think it was. Damn, Grant. I think that was my tweet. I mean, um, Grant yes. has some swag. That was some swagger going on. We not oh gonna lie. Yeah, the music, I, the sunglasses, the hair, the suit. Checked I, all the boxes. I know. I'm not that cool. I really am not. But I, when I saw that scene too, I was like laughing because I was like, "This is kind of badass." <laughs> <laughs> but you can replicate that now. Yeah, just need a suit and carry a boombox. You know. <laughs> do people know what a boombox is anymore? Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Gotta bring them back. Yes. We, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the highlight. This is the yes. highlight of the day. Um, My so highlight too. You're so you're so kind oh. and you're so sweet to us. You're so sweet to us. We have to. We can't say enough how much we appreciate you um, putting up with us and the fact that you still call us ladies with some of the. Um, things that we have tweeted to you is, is still surprising to me. Um, but one of, the, <laughs> one of the, the questions we wanted to ask you about is, you had mentioned um, a second ago about Sam being so brilliant, and I know you have interests behind the camera and as an actor. So what have you learned being around like all these brilliant actors, these writers, et cetera? Um, it's just a masterpiece every time they shoot something on Mr. Robot. It's a really technical kind of a thing that's going on. A lot of people think that when you're acting, it's like, oh, they just aim a camera and then you do it. But there are so many factors that are involved. Like, um, you have to be kind of like a technician, like a film technician yourself. Um, because the camera could be like right there in your face, like, and mm -hmm. then you're still acting, you know, and you might be, say, like, if Rami was like, suppose your eyeline is like, supposed to be right here. I know nobody can see this because they can only hear it. Um, he's like, <laughs> maybe, he's might maybe he's like over to the left, but you have kind of have to change your eyeline and just kind mm -hmm. of like, run with it and stuff like that. I think um, I, I've done a bunch of stuff, so I, I'm pretty good at being that technician. Uh, I, I would say like, um, I do, uh, you know, I would love to like direct more and do more short films and, you know, parlay that into, you know, bigger things. Um, but the one thing I've learned as an actor uh, being on Mr. Robot is that, <clears throat> um, we are we it doesn't matter how experienced you are you know when you get on set you think oh this guy's been on uh you know tv and film he's been doing it like for like 20 years he's amazing and you're intimidated but at the end of the day we're all like how was my performance was it good i don't mm -hmm. know you know so it, it, we're always it doesn't matter where you are you're always you're always on the same level you're all human and stuff like that i think that's what i learned and then because uh, once I kind of like dropped that idea of like being less than, mm -hmm. you know, everyone, you know, um, I realized we're all the same. And that's the one thing I take away from 
being on the show as an actor, you know, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how experienced you are or are not. We all have the same feelings. We're all just like on the same boat and we're all kind of like thinking the same things. Hearing and watching Joey Badass's uh, season three teaser interview talking about how um, uh, coming into the show, Oh, wait, maybe it was a season two teaser interview, but um, basically just saying, you know, your first scene maybe with Christian or Rami, go. And you're just thinking, well, okay. Um, you know, everyone's talking about really how they have to come to the show and step up their game, especially just with the whole Mr. Robot world in general. Was there any, any, um, any actor that you in particular liked to just watch how they worked or was it just across the board, everybody um, that you just like to watch and just see how they work? Really, everybody was, um, everybody has their own process. Uh, and so it's really fascinating watching um, everybody like just you know do their thing and stuff like that but i will say to you that the the finale that scene that uh you saw last night um that was like out of all the scenes that we shot i shot that was like the pretty much like the first big scene i shot uh and we like because you don't shoot in order so mm-hmm. coming in i really had to like all of a sudden i was doing the fi- the final scene and i was like holy shit <laughs> right <laughs> usually you do a couple and get your feet wet and you're like you you can get more comfortable but um that was the first thing i the first big thing i shot this mm-hmm. whole season so it's like it was kind of like do or die because you're you're with everybody you know and you're like whoa you know um I, and that day was pretty um that it was a really long day i will say to you we we started at 8 a.m. and we didn't even finish until like after midnight or something like that. Uh, and it, there's no air conditioning in a barn. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> true. No, yeah, but, uh, even though that, yeah, AC, uh, it's the worst. And that, you know, that suit may have looked good, but it was not like that comfortable, you know, mm. when it's like 90 yeah. and humid and stuff like that. Um, well, you looked cool and collected. Thank you. Um, but you know, that was, that was my big, big scene with, with, uh, Rami and watching him. He really is a, a, a wonderful actor in every sense of the word. He like commits like 200%, even if the camera isn't on him at that particular moment, he, um, he goes full force every time he gives you everything you need, you know? Uh, and then, um, I learned a lot from that because sometimes um, if the camera isn't on you, a lot of actors are like, well, I got to save my energy. I got to, you know, uh, save my emotions, you know, so I'm going to do the scene, but not full out. Mm -hmm. But he did that full out every time. By the end of the night, he kind of lost his voice, right? Because he was just like, but he kept going. He was, (laughs) and he, that's amazing to see, you know, a lot of actors are, are, not that giving and this the entire cast is so giving and so wonderful i've never been on a show where everybody is really um like kind and generous and respectful and professional that includes the crew Mm -hmm. Uh, you know where it it was such a great joy to be on a show where everybody really loved what they 
we're doing, you know, for, for yeah. Mr. Robot. Um, so. So another question. Um, I remember um, before BD became a series regular, and maybe this is also, I guess, um, actor choices, because I think Stephanie had a different, um, had a personal choice as well, where um, you may only get your scenes um, as opposed to the whole script. So, and also some of the other actors have mentioned, oh, I just want to watch, you know, like only have my scenes, but watch the show unfold organically, kind of have that experience with the fans. Which, uh, what side of that were you? Did you, get to, did you get to read the entire scripts for season three or just your parts and just watch it unfold with uh, the audience as well? Um, yeah. You know, in season two, I watched it unfold um, with uh, everybody else uh, because my part wasn't that big. And I just, they only give you, they want to keep it on lockdown. They want to keep it secretive and everything like that. So they only give you chunks of it. So sometimes you you have no idea what's going on, but you kind of just run with it. Um, <clears throat> and Sam isn't one to, uh, you know, answer that many questions because you know sometimes you're like what's my motivation where is my character coming from mm-hmm. and it's like you know um and you kind of just like go with however you're feeling I think that's why he makes such strong choices in the actors that he chooses um for me in season three there was a table read in the beginning of the year like I want to say in March or April and where y'all sit together uh at a table and you read all the scripts. Um, You read a script, you take uh, an episode, you take a break, you read another one and another one. So I think the series regulars get all the scripts. Mm -hmm. Uh, All the guest stars like myself didn't get any scripts. So like you walk in and you're like, you know, you're, you're, I, I walked in and, you know, I'm closest to BD and he wasn't there. So I just like walked into a room full of like, you know, like, these actors that I've seen on TV, <laughs> you know, and, you know, all these writers and directors and we sit in a, like a huge square and they're like around you and stuff like that. Not intimidating at I all. Know. I'm like, yeah. I would be throwing up. <laughs> I, 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 I could tell you I couldn't sleep. I could tell you I peed after every <laughs> freaking reading of an episode I was like I was trying to stay cool and calm I was just like I'm just gonna sit here and chill and I was like I gotta pee I gotta pee I'm so nervous I gotta pee um, <clears throat> um so yeah we sat that's how so I knew everything that was going on mm-hmm. um, um and I uh, it, it was it was scary sitting in that table read because some you you're looking at your lines for the first time, you're looking at uh, a script for the first time and you as an actor don't want to like, you know, suck, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, here's a script, you know, dance, monkey, dance. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, okay. Um, uh, But it wasn't a truly amazing experience. I will say like, also I didn't know my character's name was named Grant until I got there. Um, (laughs) so it wasn't just us no no obviously I walk in and uh uh, some lovely person was like I was just standing there (laughs) it's like I was like y'all know who I am like everybody's just like mumbling and uh like or like rummaging around and uh, hugging each other oh it's so good to see you and I'm like like and somebody pulled me over and said oh let's find your seat just look for your seat uh 
with your name and your character's name. And she brought me over. And, <clears throat> you know, I was like, oh, there it is, Grant, Grant Chang. And she's like, yeah, this is, this is, this is, are you excited? This is, you know, this is your character theme. I'm like, yeah, Grant, Grant Chang. And it took me, <laughs> you know, you, you know, when you're, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to be cool and stuff like that. You know? And, and then it hit, it really hit me, right? And it's like, oh, okay. I'm not, and I was like, where is the bathroom? Where is the bathroom? <laughs> you know? And then I was like, I was already nervous. Then I find out they named after me. No pressure, no pressure whatsoever, you know? Uh, and then, um, um, yeah, and that's how it kind of transpired. And every time they would read something, and I had really had no idea, like, where my character, or how big or how small it was. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't think that much of it. Um, nothing is ever small in the show so I was just happy to be there and so every time they would read the stage readings I'd be like Grant walks into the room and I'm like oh my god <laughs> and I reverted into like this like little teenage high school girl I'm like oh my god it's me <laughs> I didn't do that out loud but on know. the inside in, on the inside I was just like yeah that's me you know <laughs> <clears throat> Oh my gosh, that imitation of a teenage girl is how we would react to every time you tweeted at us. So yeah. you understand. So sometimes you would tweet at us and I would literally choke from laughing because it just be Yes. You are, yes, major gift game there too. Oh my um, gosh, your gift game is strong. Mm -hmm. You actually, um, yeah, for Sarah over at Cena Nerd, you and Sarah might actually have an interesting GIF war going on if, you know, you two, like, started that whole thing. Really? But, yeah, because her gift, her gift game is pretty strong, too. But yeah, with the table reads, I always keep saying that if one wish could be granted of mine would be to um, actually witness a table read, mostly because... Um, uh, Christians, just to be able to see Christian Slater's reactions, because when I've seen him um, in some interviews, I was just like, he just has the best reactions. He, to he literally, he's like, he'll sit there and then something will happen. He'll be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> it's the greatest. It's the greatest thing, you know. It's uh, the greatest thing. Uh, you're so, you're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I really am. I mean, you know, it's an actor's dream to be on the show, really. It really is. And, and Mr. Robot, we have said, like, um, my hub said to me last night, or today, he said, did you like the show last night? And I'm like, of course I like the show. And he said, have you ever not liked an episode? And I said, no, I've never not liked an episode of the series ever. And I feel like Sam has done such a great job at completely letting us immerse ourselves in the series, letting us know these characters, but not know these characters, and just keeping this level of interest that I can't remember ever feeling about any other show I've ever watched in my life. And that's what, you know, keeps us excited. That's why we wanted to do a podcast because it's like, I need to talk to people about this because I can't be the only one I know watching this show. I mean, we appreciate everything that you guys are doing on the show. It's just beautiful. Great. Yeah. It's a visual. It's like, it's, it's so visual. It's that sometimes you don't even need words. 
mm-hmm. you know, right. and that's kind of like life, you know, yeah. not, not everything is spelled out for you. And that's why it's fascinating and wonderful for you to try to figure things out, even yeah. people. I want to, I just want to just slow down the subject. I don't know if you know what I'm wearing. I know what you're wearing. I can see it. I can see it. Let me see. Are you wearing your Mr. Robot baseball jersey? Baseball tee? Let me see. Give me a tease. Mm -mm -mm. Oh. Isn't that a Mr. Robot 3.0 on the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. What are you taking a picture? No, I'm just. (laughs) I'm just enjoying it. You're wondering what I'm wearing underneath? Wait a minute. Did someone just say lower? (laughs) (laughs) I think this wholesome chick just got on to tell you to go lower. (laughs) She's just going to... Just gonna be like randomly throwing words out, like show some ass or something like that. Yeah. Come on, just show her the shoes and put her out of room. Just yeah, really give. Her, yeah. We're just trying to keep this professional and classy. Just oh, there you go. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> What's up, girl? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Where you at? Just chilling on the sofa watching you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little that's a little stalkerish. Um and, and nice though at the same time. You're so kind. You're so <laughs> kind. I I did I did tell Akira, I said, I have to get up and get dressed for this because I can't be like I normally am laying in my bed lounging and recording the podcast. <laughs> no, you could totally do that. Mm-mm. I'm like super nerded out. I'm like big hair glasses it's yeah. very it's a good look for you thank you it's yeah. a good look it's a good look um, Appreciate it. i'm glad i get to enjoy it and i will fully describe it for the listeners okay. <laughs> you're gonna make some shit yeah. up aren't you you have good voice girl. i don't have to make shit up <laughs> i'm looking at you i don't have to make stuff up i don't have yeah. to make stuff up at all at all at all so What's up next for you? What's up next for you in your your um, professional life? You said you were doing a shoot, so we know that you model because of those um, fine features that you sport there, sir. Thank you. Um, uh, right now, I'm just concentrating on ending the year right. Just got to mm. go Christmas shopping and buying gifts and just kind of like chilling out and then, you know, starting the new year right. Um and and nothing like immediate has happened yet, but hopefully something will. It will. Yeah. It yeah. will. Yeah. So um, you've been very much involved with the fandom. What have you thought about this Mr. Robot fandom? Okay, so um, you guys, I'm not really a great tweeter. Um, what? I've, I've only been on Twitter for just a, a little bit. And in the beginning I was like, I don't even know what this is. And, <laughs> and, but my, you know, friends have shown me the light and the way and the fans have as well. And it's been like such a joy and um, a lot of fun. Um, um, because I knew like exactly as I, as I 
I know I'm going to die, right? I need to, like in the beginning of the year and stuff like that. And I, I couldn't tell any, I couldn't tell anybody, right? And I just had to kind of like keep it a secret. And everybody's like started tweeting at me. And it's like, you better be careful or you're dead or something oh, like that. Oh, who would have said that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, I've really enjoyed uh, being on Twitter and, and all the wonderful uh, messages from the fans and even like the not so nice messages, but they've all been like, like hilarious and funny to me, you know, they've been great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you're the only one who doesn't get Twitter at first because it is kind of a weird place until you kind of get in that groove and people start responding to your tweets and, I really didn't get it until I found Black Girl Nerds who, um, Beanie Wong and Black Girl Nerds, um, Jamie Broadnax, have such a sweet and interesting um, relationship. And we totally ship them on this podcast. <laughs> like their ship he, name is Wong Max. That's their nice. ship name for us. <laughs> he loves them. He really does love them, you know. Yeah, and it's great, great to see. I think there's probably some kind of, I think there's a connection of people of diversity mm -hmm. um, just supporting each other, which is lovely um, and necessary. Um, and so I think, um, yeah, I think that's, that's why he loves them so much, you know, plus they're funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely funny. You guys and are funny too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, yes. Speaking of, of diversity, I know um, Black Girl Nerds started a fan con. Um, the first one is in April in Baltimore. It's called Universal Fan Con. And the whole focus of it is diversity. So um, gender diversity, um, ethnic diversity, just making sure it's accessible to everyone. So um, I know lots of people are excited about this. I know I'm going to go and represent the girls there, trying to talk Southern Cynic into getting her tail up north and on the East Coast. So Where is Southern Cynic? She's still there. <laughs> She's down there. I'm down south. Uh, down south where? South Mississippi. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, why don't, you, why don't you come up? Can I stay with you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe you never know what you what you're gonna offer for that. <laughs> I, I wish we'll speak on that off mic, sir. Right <laughs> <laughs> That's a, this is a conversation for the DMs. Oh, I see. Okay, this is a stay in the DM conversation. <laughs> That's all good with me. Um, hey, um, I have a question for y'all. All right. I'm I'm so super curious. Um, this name you have <laughs> for Which our one? embarrassment. Oh, oh. I cannot tell you on record. I <laughs> cannot tell you on record. Come on now. We will tell you as soon as we stop recording because <laughs> this is Akira's name. I am taking no ownership yeah. of this at all. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Is, isn't he just horrible? He is not yeah. anything. Well, he's he just, just not 
Yeah. No, uh, you were also paying attention to Alabama as pretty much almost everybody else in the country, if not the world was. Yes. Another night of not getting no sleep until those results came in. I, I'm not gonna lie, when the results came in, I was dancing in my room of, of just like, ah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I seriously thought, Bam I mean, I mean, we're not going to lie. Bama could have bama but they did it. Uh, that is true. That is true. And we have thoroughly enjoyed every single jab that the show has thrown at our embarrassment this season. Like, ugh, the, the cackling we engaged in when um, he was called a puppet, that was one of the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, We've, mm -hmm. we thoroughly enjoyed that. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, we I mean, enjoy calling it, calling it like you see it. And yeah, I talked about this with the ladies at one point or another after that day in November, and basically just thereafter, uh, <laughs> thereafter, uh, how people would uh, just think that, oh, Elliot is a voice for like, yeah, he probably would have voted for that person. That's my nicer way of saying our embarrassment other than what I actually call him. Which mm -hmm. I will, I promise I'll tell you once, as C. Selena said, once we stop recording. Yes. But, <laughs> but, yes, um, because we we are polite and we have morals. Yes, we do. We yes. do. We really um, do. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it was just hilarious how some people would just think that Elliot would support him, and I'm like, are y'all crazy? We do have to say we were a little bit perturbed at um, White Rose when we discovered that she wanted to put that puppet in place. We were, that was like the first time I ever got upset with her. Mm. Um, yeah, that was a bit much for me. But it, but it does make sense. I mean, White Rose knows how to pull those strings. Yep. It's just, and you know, that, that person, that thing, that embarrassment. It's not really doing anything. Somebody's pulling the strings right now, you know? It's For, true. It's true. For, yes, especially after watching, like we just said, Alabama. And it's just, you know, there's pretty much not a day that goes by that I don't scream at my TV when I'm watching all of the, watching the news. And it's just like, can we, like, is anybody going to grow a pair and say it? <laughs> yeah. let's, well, let's, yeah. hope. Let's, let's hope. Let's hope. Let's yeah. hope. So it's been about an hour. Let's do one final fun question. So one final fun question. And you can ask us a question too, Grant, of course. We're, we're open books here. I know what I would like to know. So one of the things I do on Twitter, um, in the DMs, I'm in a DM group, and we like to watch very emotional and sad movies. Um, and it's called um, movies, uh, what did we call it? Tears and Snark. So we like to watch these really sad movies together. So is there a movie that is always guaranteed to make you cry or get you deep in your feels? Gosh, that's, I cry all the time. <laughs> that's because I mean, that was, that's what makes you a good actor because you're in touch with your emotions. Right, right, right. Um, I was crying when I was watching, um, uh, uh, the last episode uh, for just for so many reasons, um, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, I, I honestly, anything that's quite truthful and something that has a great message will always make me cry. Nothing like like if it if 
I'm a firm believer that you know, you know, life is short, and we mm-hmm. all, we all have to help one another. You know, uh, and so that's why I hate Trump so much. Um, and um, so anything that really kind of like makes you think and wonder, any kind of performance whatsoever, you know, even if it's like not a great character, but if it kind of sparks something in your mind. Um, mm-hmm. I, I could think about, it would take me a while to think about an answer for that question, but I, I know that's a pretty general answer, but. It's I'm, your answer and it's a good answer. And I'm pretty sensitive, I guess. <laughs> I like that. I like um, that. Yeah. Um, Akira, what's your final question? I know that's, that's probably going to be a hard one to choose from, but um, probably favorite memory that you have of Mr. Robot thus far favorite memory um of mr robot that i have thus far um i would say being able to uh, bang out that last that final scene uh so early on in shooting um and there was such a, a great sense of accomplishment in in doing so um and everybody was so so genuine, genuinely like, uh, like great to me. Like after, I, after I had did my close up, it was like now like nine o'clock at night and stuff. Um, and you know, I, uh, I fell to the ground and stuff like that. Um, everybody around was applauding, you know, when, when they yelled cut and that was so nice of them to do, you know, because mm-hmm. You know, you put your heart and soul into a performance and then all of a sudden you're like, what's, what's going on? What's going on? You know? And, you know, um, even Christian Slater came up to me, uh, later and he was like, you gotta feel good about that one. (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 uh, Joey Badass was really nice too. He was like, damn, I said, damn. (laughs) (laughs) He was He's, he's hilarious. He's really nice, too. Everybody's nice. Um, mm. I just had a great time on this show. I really did. I, I never get this. It's hard. I, I, as an Asian-American actor, you know, you don't really... It's still a big struggle to, like, find, like, roles that are meaty and, and mm-hmm. substantial. And this one was. And to get the opportunity to showcase, you know, what you can do has been just, it's like a dream come true. That's amazing. I can die now. You can die now. You already did. You already did. did. You already did. Do you have any questions for us or are you good? Um, Ones that we'll actually answer while recording. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how'd you feel about the, the finale? How'd you... What, what was going through your mind? What were you thinking? What was it was just a, it, it nonstop. Like, what? Probably, I mean, probably like the most like, whoa moment was uh, Bobby Cannavale with Santiago. Oh and my remember, gosh, yes. And before, and before it got to that moment, I remember tweeting um, that Santiago was about to make me want to go th- jump through my TV and just beat the shit out of him myself. <laughs> Um, and then when Bobby came, when Bobby just did what he did, I was like, okay, never mind. I'm gonna stay on this side of the TV. I think <laughs> this. Yeah, that was, that was good. There was so much going on last night and, 
as a, I don't know if you and BD experience this, but every time I'm watching it, it's like time speeds up. It's like, I can't believe it's already been 45 minutes. This has gone by so fast. It's crazy. Yeah. We, we say the same thing when we're watching. We're like, what? What time is it? It's almost over. Mm-hmm. You know, we would sit there. I, it's like you're in this state of anxiousness for the, in, the entire hour. And you're trying to take so much in because it's like, you know, as a viewer, nothing is done by chance on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just trying to take things in. You don't want to miss anything. Matt Quayle does such a great job with the music that you just get caught up in the music and the stuff they're doing with the sound, like all the stuff they were doing with like the ticking of the clock this season was killing <laughs> us. So it's like, how can you not love it? How can you not love it? And my, my favorite scene was actually with you and Irving when he is letting you know that he was there before you and kind of this breakdown in your face, like mm-hmm. this realization that you're not as special, that there was someone else who White Rose had those feelings for. I right. thought that was just like beautifully acted. And I was like, oh. Oh, thank Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he... Bobby was so great. He was so great. He's such a nice, everybody's such a nice. All right. So, you know, you got, you got your divas and your bitches on a show, you know, (laughs) (laughs) they ain't having you and stuff like that. But everybody on the show was so, it was like a, it it is a family, you know, it really Mm -hmm. is a family, you know. And you can tell that because I don't think the show would be as successful as it is if that wasn't what was going on behind the scenes. Right. And I think we as fans can feel that and just the amount of outreach that the show does with us, you know, that's what keeps us coming back for more. You guys have been really great. Honestly, your, your support, uh, all the tweets that you have on the show. I mean, I, 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 I even talk about you to BD. I'm like, do you know what they said? You know what they just said to me on their podcast? <laughs> Hopefully nothing too embarrassing. No, I love it. He's like, are, are they flirting with you, Grant? I'm like, that's yes, right. Yes, we are. Mr. And Eddie I like Wong, it. I and like we're, we're going to continue to flirt with you because <laughs> um, we adore you. You are a friend yeah. of the podcast. You're our first mm-hmm. interview. You will be our first always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You always remember your first, right, Southern Cynic? (laughs) (laughs) I know you know that. Um, (laughs) Oh, Grant, you're our kind of people, and we just thank you for joining us. And um, if you want to follow us, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Cetaleen, at C-T-A-L-L-E-E-N. Akira, let them know where they can find you. They can find me on Twitter at HelloFriend, H-3-L-L-0-F-R-I-3-N-D-1. And uh, Mr. Grant Chang, where can folks find you? Um, at Twitter at, at Carrie Grant Chang, who I was named after. Oh. How wonderful. Yeah. How wonderful. And he's also on Instagram, y'all. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hip Cat G. Yeah. And he's also on Facebook, y'all. Just just look me up, yo. 
Just, just <laughs> looking up you. So thank you, everybody, and uh, have a good night.